Well, it seems that we have a gift here. Should I open it? No? All right, well, we'll yeah? Okay. All right. Did y'all, anybody get a gift for Christmas? Did y'all get some gifts? This is a gift from Jesus, and it's to the Northwest Church of Christ. And I sure hope it's upright. Oh, it is. I'll show y'all later. (laughs) It's peace. It's a gift of peace. How long do y'all think it took me to do this yesterday? If you don't know, my, my wife is really good at stuff like that. Um, but we wanted to make that a gift because Jesus, um, when Jesus spoke these words in John fourteen twenty seven, he's saying, I bequeath peace to you. He's about to leave. He's about to leave the earth and he is bequeathing peace to us. It's his gift. He wants us to have peace. God wants us to have peace. Um, in Romans 14, the Bible says, the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. He wants us to have peace. And I think we want it too, don't we? Don't you want peace? Um, the, it, it's in the songs, right? There's songs crying out for peace. I'll spare you, okay? Uh, but it's in the songs, and it's in our hearts. And I would, I would suggest that a lot of us are looking for peace, even if we're not conscious that that's what we're doing. Now, two weeks ago, we started this. Uh, at Christmas time, we read the announcement of the angels that a Savior is coming and that that would mean peace on earth. And we looked at the account of a woman who found peace by having her sins forgiven and being saved. And now we're at the point, if you picked up one of the note sheets, that we want to assimilate that peace. How do we assimilate that peace once we've entered into a relationship with God. That's what I want us to talk about today. So let's add another scripture to this one as we look for peace. The scripture reading for the message today is John 16, verse 33. Jesus said, I have told you these things. So that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. That verse is going to be our theme verse for the next five weeks counting today. Uh, I've decided to go into peace in some detail. 
and the first thing that I want us to know, if you're filling in blanks, is it's important to recognize that peace is found in Christ. That's what that verse said. In me, you may have peace. Um, the bold P in peace tips you off that another Bryant acronym is coming. It's going to be built on peace. And the P is that peace is found in Christ. That's where we should be looking for it. Uh, and if we find peace in him, as the John 14 verse goes on to say, our hearts won't be troubled and we won't be afraid. But you don't get that peace automatically. Even when your relationship with God is restored and you're at peace with God, you still have to assimilate that peace. And so, uh, to fill in the blank, we have to pursue it. We have to pursue peace. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 22 says, Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart are pursuing righteousness, faith, love, and peace. So how do you do that? How do you pursue peace? I think one thing that we have to do is distinguish between the peace of Christ and the peace of the world. Again, this verse goes on to say, not as the world gives do I give you. His peace is different. And and one way it's different is that its nature is different. Secular people sometimes think of peace as just the absence of war or the absence of conflict. And in fact, sometimes in the church, we think as long as nobody's actively fighting, then we have peace in our church. But that's not what the peace of Christ is. The peace of Christ is the same as the peace in the Old Testament. Shalom. When you say shalom to someone, you're not saying, I hope you don't get into any arguments today. That's not what that means. The peace of Christ, like the peace in the Old Testament, is a positive sense of well-being. A positive sense of well-being that's based on confidence that God is going to make everything okay. The nature of the peace of Christ is different than the peace of the world. And not only is that true, but where you look for it or how you go about finding that peace is also different. The pathway to peace is different. A lot of times people in the world seek peace by trying to limit undesirable circumstances. Uh, the people in the world seek peace by avoiding the Department of Motor Vehicles lines at all costs. Um, we, we try to avoid hassles and annoyances. I looked up the word annoyance in the dictionary, not for the meaning, but for the frequency of use 
Yeah, there's a little graph there you can click on, and the frequency of the word annoyance is up over the last decade. Uh, because we get annoyed, and we don't like to be annoyed, and we try to limit the things that annoy us. And chief on that list is annoying... I thought you would know. Annoying people, right? Uh, there are people that annoy us that we try to avoid at all costs. That's one approach to finding peace. Another approach is to try is trying to increase desirable circumstances that you think will give you peace. And so you try to get a nice car. One woman go according to the commercials. One woman goes home and finds the house in chaos and the kids are fighting and she decides just to go back out and sit in her car because in your car, your circumstances are controlled and you can have peace. And so you get a car or you get a house or you get a a cabin on the lake or you get away from it all or whatever it is, you create the circumstances that you think will give you peace. Or third, covering up their anxiety. If you don't have peace and you can't limit the bad and you can't increase the good, then you cover it up. And probably the number one way people do that is alcohol or maybe weed or maybe other drugs or maybe for Christians, it's more the enchiladas. Yeah, it's always the enchiladas for me. Uh, Some of you have noticed that I've lost some weight. Let me tell you my secret. My secret is take medicine that bothers your stomach. Okay, that was free. That wasn't the sermon. That's a free tip. But I still like to get those in, and I've timed it. My medicine is once a week, and I've timed it, and there's still times when I can get those enchiladas in there. Um, But that's what we tend to do is look for some whatever your drug is. Maybe it's food, maybe it's shopping, maybe it's exercise. Eh, probably not many. Uh, but, but we find ways to cover it up. That's not, that's not the peace of Christ. In contrast to that, Jesus teaches us to seek peace in me. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. This is a little cheesy, and the rule of thumb for a public speaker is, when in doubt, leave it out. I decided to leave it in anyway, Uh, just because it's so timely. Over the last two weeks, I'm guessing most of us sought a piece of pie. Did anybody else seek a piece of pie over the holidays? Did any of us seek multiple pieces of pie over the holidays? Did any of us seek multiple pieces of pie on the same day during the holidays? Well, when you, when you seek a piece of pie, you've got some options. You can seek it where you think it will be. You can seek it where it ought to be. You can seek it where you assume it will be. Or you can seek it where the provider of the pieces of pie says it will be. little cheesy. But we can seek peace where everybody assumes it 
ought to be, where we think it is, where we want it to be, or where the one who provides it says it will be. And the one who provides it says, you will find peace in me. Having had our relationship with God restored through Christ, we continue to seek peace in Christ. It's not like the relationship's restored, so now we go seek peace the way the world does. We continue to seek peace in him. Colossians 2 says, just as you've received Christ as Lord, continue in him, rooted up in him, built up in him. Um, Peace is found in Christ. As we remain in him and participate in his life, we come to share in peace and enjoy peace. So what I want to do today is share four scriptures that can help us. Now, what I'm going to do in the next five minutes isn't going to help. Uh, But if you take these, jot these scriptures down or take your note sheet home and you spend time with them and you meditate on them and you pray about them and you do what the verses say, that's how you assimilate the peace of Christ. So let's read these scriptures. First, Second Peter 1, 2. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. You ever seen that verse before? I had a friend, a minister friend in, uh, in Philadelphia, and I'd say, hey man, I want to show you something. I don't know if you've ever seen this before. And he'd say, is it in the Bible? And I said, yeah. And he'd say, I've seen it. <laughs> he had read the whole thing. But you can read the whole thing and still not see, especially a little intro verse like that. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge, that's your blank, of God and of Jesus our Lord. Through the knowledge of God and Jesus, we can have peace and grace in abundance. Now, how many of you, if you want to know your friends better or know your spouse better, how many of you Google uh, facts about them? Is that what you do? Do you look up statistics about your spouse and your friends so that you can know them better? And maybe even quote them to them? I found that they like that sort of thing. Uh, Or maybe do you spend time with them and talk to them and listen to them and consider what they say And in the case of God and Jesus, who are vastly superior to us, knowing them includes obeying them, submitting to them. And as we're drawn into that kind of real knowledge of them, we find peace. And that's something we could do during the week. Next scripture. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
Peace is a fruit of the Spirit. And when we come to Christ and our relationship with God is restored through Christ, we receive the gift of the Spirit. Every Christian has God's Holy Spirit living inside of us. And as we learn to live by the Spirit, He produces His fruit in us. Uh, Your blank here is He. He produces the fruit of peace. Uh, If you've got an apple tree in your backyard and it's not producing apples, and you're kind of embarrassed by that and afraid the neighbors are going to see, I do not recommend that you get fake fruit and attach it to your tree. I do not recommend that as a Christian either. I recommend you tend to the root so that it will produce the fruit. It's the Spirit that produces the fruit, not us. But we tend to the root by learning to live by the Spirit. So spend time with that verse and meditate and pray about walking by the Spirit. And we'll have more to say about that later in this series. Next verse, Colossians 3. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Who rules in your heart? Or what rules? Does anybody have a heart ruled by anger? Or by bitterness? Or by envy? Or by Pete? You know, that that person that annoys you and that you're trying to avoid and that you can't stand and you can't believe they are the way you are and yet you let them rule your heart, it may be time for a change of regime. I've been praying that Christ would rule my heart. Your blank there is rule. Um, So spend some time with that and pray about who or what is ruling your heart. And last... Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Praying is the right response to the things that make us anxious. Did you know God is described as the God of peace six times in the New Testament? That specific phrase, he's the God of peace. And if we take our cares and our anxieties to him with requests and thanksgivings when he does answer, then his peace does the all-important work of guarding our hearts, and our minds. So again, that probably doesn't give you great peace yet, but spending time with those verses will and praying about them and meditating on them. So I hope you'll take it home and do that. 
In Mark chapter 4, there's this great story. Put yourself in this story. Jesus has been teaching, uh, for, had a long day of teaching and ministry. And then he says, let's cross over to the other side of the sea. And they take him along just as he was, it says, into the boat. I don't know what that means. Tired, fatigued maybe. Because when he gets in the boat, he goes to sleep and they row out onto the sea and all of a sudden a storm arises on the sea. Uh, most of us don't like turbulence on an airplane. I haven't had turbulence on the sea. Can't imagine it's any better. Especially as Mark describes it, when the waves are breaking above the boat and the boat is filling up, can you imagine being there? I'm pretty sure I would have joined the other disciples in going to Jesus and saying, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? And Jesus wakes up and he speaks to the storm. And he says, Quiet, be still. And it is still. And then Jesus says, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And you join the other disciples in pondering, Who is this that even the winds and the waves obey him? That story teaches us that Jesus can bring peace. Jesus can calm the storms, not only the storms on the sea, but the storms in our lives. And we are called to have faith. We're called to trust him because peace can be found in him. And he really, really wants us to have that. Now, some of us really like stories, so I hope you'll remember that story. And some of us like memory devices, so I hope you'll start learning the PEACE acronym. Peace can be found in Jesus. And some of you like quotations, and so I hope you'll remember John sixteen thirty three. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. But whatever speaks to you, I hope we'll all remember that peace can be found in Jesus, and I hope you'll seek it there. And if you want to talk to somebody about that or pray with somebody about it, we'll have shepherds and their wives at the back. Let's stand and sing.